Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. This is Miss Seldon and Charismatic. Uh, if you want to go ahead, call the show at 724 Then press one four four two one 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 pound. Then press one the pound. Then press star eight to conversate. All right, let's keep the show on the road right now. <laughs>
I hope that you are enjoying the jazz and we will have closer. This is a little technical difficulty. Yeah, so we we'll get this thing going. All right. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so hope you enjoy the new chat. Okay, we we're going to put this on. Have a little problem right now, but Thank you. 
are we getting this thing together? Okay. It's on my chair side. We are tired of burning. Tired of smelling like singed flesh and gunpowder. Tired of watching our young people fall victim, yet no one yells timber. I feel like I've seen coroners on every street corner in Stockton. Policemen hauling body bags like lumberjacks dragging trees to sawmills, logging bodies in the morgues whenever someone gets the axe. It's ironic. How the murder rates rise synchronized to Stockton's summer heat. The pistols of blooming flowers blossom with life while the pistols of young men take it away, leaving their brothers in pools of blood, sticky like sap, red like fire. Why are we hiding behind triggers that don't guarantee our safety? It stumps me. The basis of being a spoken word poet is using clever language to make a statement. Storytelling. Combining poetry with journalism is very experimental. I was walking into something not knowing what it was going to look like. When I found out that this workshop would be taking place in Stockton, my first reaction was like, oh, Stockton. Isn't that like a really depressing place? What would happen if we combined youth voice with journalism? That's what we're going to find out. don't even look like a school when you first see it. My game plan was to come up with workshops that would allow them to deconstruct themselves 
which would prepare them to get statistics and facts and produce poems about Stockton. So let's get the workshop started. I'm just going to ask a bunch of questions. If it applies to you, you will step forward and cross this line. Cross the other side of the room if you had breakfast this morning. Word. Cross the other side if you personally know someone who has been incarcerated. Jim. <laughs> the students hadn't really been introduced to the idea of vulnerability. If you have hurt someone in any kind of way and regret it. Oh, y'all, y'all just hardcore. Okay. Cold-hearted and young. I'm from Oakland. I moved to Stockton three years ago in April. Cross the other side of the room if your home is safe. I live in the north side of Stockton, close to, like, Fox Creek. And if you haven't been out here, Fox Creek is gangland. I'm like a, a hippie without the smoking. I just want everybody to get along. music he's pretty political and like like real spiritual relates to poetry and I love poetry so statistics won't tell you that I I'm trying to think of something that's not quite literal once they got comfortable with themselves I had to get them comfortable with more experimentation with poetry and see how they react. It will cost the city $1 million a year over 30 years to pay back the $10.9 million it rated for the arena complex. Holy yeah. wow. Boston. I never even knew that. That's I didn't know that. Lady Gaga cost that much. We need to kidnap her and turn her in. Right. <laughs> oh, to like see the numbers, see like actual straight up facts of like how bad how much it's actually, money. Like how deep we've actually dug ourselves that like it's like astonishing. It's ridiculous. Like black kittens, really little kittens. And that's my cat Tamale. Ever died in Northside? Like it's not bad over here. Like, people just assume just because this is stocked and it's horrible. I'm not a big people person. I'm just a very nervous person, so to speak. The fear people have for the city, like, is ridiculous. I'm about people getting along and loving each other and being homies and everybody being chill together, you know? I love Stockton. Hey, it's home. I would say the biggest struggle that Corey has had in his life his mother, Angela, had cancer when he was about nine years old. He ran the house, did the grocery shopping. He knew how to use the ATM card. Um, she had melanoma. She only had 26% chance of surviving. Because my mom was an ex-addict. She left for like a year. I was like seven. I lived with my grandma. She came back and she got clean and that was it. Then she got cancer. She's a good mom and like, I want to be like famous and rich, you know? Like, I don't want to have my mom have to do anything. My little sister Isabella, she's deaf. I want her to be able to go to like the best fucking deaf school there is. Even if it's in like some weird country like Guam or something. She can go to Guam. 
the, the Stockton poems. We're doing that right now. I think I missed like three, four of Josh's workshops. One time, I got arrested because I was hanging out with these um, two guys. I was an accessory to what they did, but I didn't know that they did it. So, I'm Adrian Tyson Jr. I like poetry a lot. 15, 18, and 19-year-olds in one spot, yeah. and most it's of them like are girls. Go to the movies. This is the game room right yeah, here. I got pregnant with Adrian when I was 15 and had him when I was 16, and I was just like, no, there will be no babies made on my watch, meaning him or any of his brothers will not impregnate any females while they are living in this house under age. No babies made on our watch. No. Right? Right? Oh my god, that girl get on my nerves. Where you, where you need that? <laughs> the theory is fusing facts with feelings. The murder happened last Friday. Uh, I want to start with a current event. A 16 year old kid who's at a party and is confronted by a 19-year-old kid. The 19-year-old kid pulls out a gun, put the gun in the kid's mouth, and pulled the trigger. How All right. That was um, uh, Broken City Poets. I'm going to go ahead and get more into the poetry. Right okay. Um, so let's go ahead and get into this poetry. About three year old. Make sure you don't get into this um, JS right now. Okay, so
gentlemen, here to perform a slam poem about the 1990s sitcom Boy Meets World, Samuel L. Jackson. Boy meets world. Boy greets world. Hello, world. I'm Corey Matthews, short and average, head full of curls. The year 1993, we see two boys who lack both brains and brawn. Corey Matthews and Hunter, a hunter, comma, Sean. Hair parted down the middle, jacket made of leather. Alas, one man's trailer trash is another man's treasure. Boy meets world, boy meets girl. Topanga, Topanga, Topanga beats the heart of Corey, a story as old as time. Daughter of hippies, name of a gypsy, Topanga! Corey cries, for he tries to mock her until shocker. A reluctant kiss by his locker. Half standing on end, no longer just friends. A love that could not be dodged. Nobody, not even a snow bunny in a ski lodge, could come between them. You should have seen them. The journey they then took from Sandbox to Pinbrook College. The knowledge they gained came not from a witch or a genie, but from a teacher, a neighbor, a mentor, a savior, a man named... Mr. Feeney. Or as Eric would say, Feeney. Feeney. The Feeney called, for he was always just steps away. Mr. Feeney did not leave them. He believed in them, pushed them again and again to be their best. You know to overcome the Eskimo, eating the ice cream cone when it's super cold, and make it to the Super Bowl, and then, at the end, not as teacher, but as friend. One last address, one final lesson, do good. Do good, he says, as tears swell. Don't you mean do well? Topanga stammers hung up on grandma. He understands her, but no, do good. He makes clear as he should, for he was always there for Corey as his story unfurled. As this boy meets world, boy meets girl, boy meets wife, boy meets life. As his students file out of the room like children from the womb or spirits from the tomb, Feeney sighs, stares at the empty desk with gloom, takes a moment to recall and reminisce. I love you all, he says to himself. Class dismissed. Artists must meet. Which one are you? Which one is me? Friends, fans, and artists must meet. Which one are you? Which one are me? Say that. Friends. 
God, please, oh, please, let her breathe my way. If she sing my song today, I can be okay. Say, I understand the message in the song she write. I was really happy for her when she won tonight. She a rebel for the struggle fighting just like me. I know she down to sing at the cookout free. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed with the song she wrote. Went to a website, wrote a long-ass note. She done made a million dollars, but she down to earth. She be rocking Chuck Taylors in a thrift store purse. Signing autographs to the park was dark. I know it's kind of hard when they love your art. In the magazine, they be twisting up the facts. But her response was fat. I like how she come back. She be singing for the world, sharing all the pain. When she fell up in the game, she changed. Fans, friends, and artists must meet. Which one are you? Which one are me? Friends. Folk in the face like she ain't the same. Still the same bitch, she just changed her name. She don't really like to hang around with us no more. Wasn't nothing like that back in 94. She be falling in the spot with a fat ass grin. Now she roll a bend. She don't need no friend. She only really made it cause her skin is light. Don't nobody really understand that shit she right? She done made a million dollars. She can give us some. She be having fun. Shit, we wanna have fun. <laughs> Seen her early in the morning looking bad as hell. Gonna be looking really funny when the shit don't sell. Airport. About to miss the flight. Four carry-ons talking about pack light. <laughs> Ooh, please, oh, please, get a queen of tea. Only come to the show because I get in free. <laughs> Friends, fans, and artists must meet. Which one are you? Which one are me? Fans, friends, and artists must meet. Which one are you? <laughs> Folk in my face, I'm a superstar. Niggas hang around because of who I are. Get a lot of love because of what I got. Say they happy for me, but they really not. Sell a lot of records and I roll a bands. Fall up in a spot, now I'm losing friends. All I want to do is give the world my heart. Record label try to make me compromise my art. Make a million dollars, make a million more. Tax time, come around, still a nigga post. <laughs> I want to say wait, but I'm scared to ask. My world starts spinning and it's moving fast. Try to stay sane, it's the price of fame. Spending my life trying to numb the pain. I shake that load off and sing my song, liberate the minds, and I'm going on home. about the entire hour. A three-year-old girl from Bronzeville has a video that is sure to go viral. In honor of Black History Month, Peyton memorized and performed the poem, Hey Black Child, and the crowd absolutely loved it. Welcome Peyton and her parents, Sean and Andrea Jackson. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Hi Peyton. Hi, Peyton. How are you? Are you excited to be here? <laughs> you were, that's not what you were telling me in the green room. What about if you come home with me after the show? <laughs> no, maybe not. So, Sean and Andrea, both of you, I know that you, you have a, she has a little brother on the way, too, yes. so that's coming soon, but both of you are in, in education, yes. you're an administrator, you're a teacher, and uh, Peyton can already, oh, look at that, Peyton can already write? Yes, and read. And read at three years old. Yeah, she's been reading since she was about 18 months. Really? Yeah. What did you do to get her to reading at 18 months? It happened before she even came out the womb. I, I was a YouTube fanatic, so I played a lot of phonics DVDs and yeah. songs. 
songs for her, and I would let her listen to them in my stomach for like 20 minutes a day. And she so was singing in there? Oh, well, she was kicking and screaming in there, it feels like it, but, and then as she came out, we just exposed her to a lot of sight words, a lot of language, like our bathroom is filled with sight words on our wall, so just constantly feeding her into the phonics and words and literature. Yes, that is so smart, because a lot of times, I mean, I have kids that are in uh, elementary school, but they give them the sight words in pre-K, but you are already way ahead. Of, how proud of you, of yeah, her? Extremely, extremely, extremely yeah. proud. How long did it take for her to memorize this poem? How long did it take you, Peyton? A week. A, a week? week? <laughs> you learned it in a week? Yeah. Can you teach me how to learn something in a week? No. <laughs> no. Do you, can you perform for us? Yeah. Are you ready? You ready? Okay, we're going to let you take okay. the stage. All right, go on there. Oh, her dramatic walk. <laughs> the microphone. forget the words? No. No? You no. got this. Because you're smart. You are smart. You're not just beautiful, but you're smart. I love it. Oh, my goodness. If you want to see the complete video, head on over to our website. We're going to make it go super viral. Very, very pleased to have her here with a selection from her book, Tears for Water. Please give a warm, deaf poetry welcome to Miss Alicia Keys. I'm a prisoner of words unsaid. Just lonely feelings locked away in my head. I trap myself further every time I stay quiet. I should start to speak, but I stop and stay silent. And now I've made my own hard bed inside this prison of words unsaid. P-O-W, that's what I am. 
not a prisoner of war, a prisoner of words. Mostly I say what you want to hear. Could you take it if I came clear, or would you rather just see me stoned on a drug of complacency and compromise? M-I-A, I guess that's what I am. Scraping this cold, hard earth for a piece of myself. For peace in myself. <laughs> It'd be easier if you just put me in jail, you know. If you lock me away, I'd have someone to blame. But these bars of steel are of my making. They surround my mind and have me shaking my hands are cuffed behind my back. I'm a prisoner of the worst kind, in fact. I'm a prisoner of compromise, a prisoner of compassion, a prisoner of kindness, a prisoner of expectation, a prisoner of my youth, run too fast to be old. I've forgotten what I was told. Ain't I sight to behold. A prisoner of age, dying to be young. To my head is my hand with a gun, and it's cold, and it's hard, because there's nowhere to run where you've caged yourself by holding your tongue. I'm a prisoner of words unsaid. Just lonely feelings locked away in my head. It's like solitary confinement. Every time I stay quiet, I should start to speak, but I stop. And stay silent. And now I've made my own hard bed inside this prison of words unsaid. Give it up for Alicia Keys. Our next guest is uh, I saw him recently in uh, in Brooklyn, and. Uh, I've, I have not seen many people move a crowd the way that this brother moves a crowd. Um, ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm, deaf poetry welcome to my man, Mr. Wyclef Jean. As you look at me, your mind starts to wander. You say to your face, I look familiar. <laughs> yeah, you do know me, but it's not from your TV. I'll give you a clue, 1983. Yes, I was the kid in class, the little Haitian one with the accent. You came over to me and you said, yo, I don't know why they let you cross the border. You know you got HBO, man. You know you got HBO. I said to him, what do HBO mean? He told me HBO means Haitian body odor. Oh, man. And I tell you, man, just before I could think and think, the African-American girl sitting next to me said, you know you Haitian and you stink and you got AIDS and you need to go back to your country. <laughs> I tell her, it's funny that you should say that because this is not even your country. And no, AIDS did not come from Haiti, Mrs. Stella. Why are you over here making a joke about it? The virus is spreading through the Caribbean and throughout Africa. You still don't remember me. You, you, yeah. Flatbush Avenue, you tried to take my sneakers. 
But you know I'm from the project, so when you come attack me, I do dragon style on you. Yeah, but you look at me and you say, you fool. Kung fu don't work with gun fu. Take off your sneakers. So there I take off my sneakers, but man, I was pissed. Boy, I tell you, man. I, you, you, man, I tell you, man. Boy, I was pissed, man. I wanted to kill you, man. I wanted to kill you. But not because you robbed me. But you see, my father, my father with three jobs. And I beg him to give me a pair of sneakers. And then I get robbed. You know? My father's a minister. And he said, vengeance is for the Lord. So that night, I come back with a tech knife. <laughs> not only did I get my sneakers back, I robbed the whole block for all the time. <laughs> and here comes the sirens. Handcuffs, but too young for Rikers Island. But there I sat at the juvenile home. A little boy was sitting next to me. I said, what are you reading? He said, it's the history of Haiti. I said, read some to me. He said, in 1804, Haiti was the first black country to get it in the pandemic, man. So I say to you, when my spirit leaves my flesh, let my tombstone, let it carve, man, the life of a refugee. To live for yourself is to live selfishly, but to live for others is to live eternally. And I, Y. Clevjean, live for all of humanity. So, Mr. Bushy, if you're watching this, I know you're trying to get rid of another tax cut, but Haiti can use some more money. Thank you.
if you want to go ahead and uh, listen to the show, and um, you will go ahead and press um, playback number seven one two seven seven five seven four seven four and participation code seven five zero five two one. Thank you.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.